With the two for five dollars mix and match of Bojangles, you choose between sausage and egg, country ham, and southern gravy biscuits. All scratch made. It's bow time. Hey, this is Coach Dabo Sweeney of the Clemson Tigers. Fall is the time to enjoy great football with family and friends, but underage drinking should never be a part of the scene. Underage drinking is against the law, and that includes providing alcohol to anyone under 21. It is never okay to provide alcohol to minors. Upstate alcohol enforcement teams are enforcing underage drinking laws this football season. Help keep those under 21 safe and alcohol-free. Check out phoenixcenter.org for more info. Hello, Tiger fans. This is James Hill, Executive Director of Clemson Downs. We want to wish Coach Backage and the Clemson baseball team a great opening game and a winning season. Clemson Downs is a continuing care retirement community offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, and skilled nursing care. For more information, contact us at 864-654-1155 or go to clemsondowns.com. Go Tigers! With the largest coverage of any sports talk station in the upstate. Bring back the option. Nobody does it better than us. We're 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. Uh, sorry, folks. I know uh, I know people were expecting to hear me before Marky Mark said another line, but I had to finish up a tweet that just, I mean, it just, it's, it's perfect to, uh, to, to enter into this discussion. Ben, history is a circle. It is. <laughs> history is a circle. Back in 2007, Nick Saban was a new coach at Alabama. He hired Kevin Steele as his defensive coordinator. While Mark Richt... Promoted from within, Mike Bobo as offensive coordinator at Georgia. 2007, both of those statements were true, and true they are again. I say once more, (laughs) history is a circle. Georgia is, without a doubt, the best college football program in America right now, right? I mean, no no disrespect to, yes. to Ohio State or Clemson or Alabama or Michigan or anybody else. I mean, Georgia's the king. Back-to-back national championships. Doesn't look like they're slowing down on the recruiting trail. Alabama's in that conversation. Alabama... And Georgia have Kevin Steele and Mike Bobo as coordinators right now. Does that sound right to anybody on any level? And and here's it with with Georgia fan. I would just ask you just ask yourself that question. You are Georgia. If you want a player, you get a player. You want to win the East, you won the East. You want to win the division, the the conference, you win the conference. You want to win national championships, you're winning national championships. 
Are you? Do you not see my point that you are settling for Mike Bobo? You're a program that has not settled for anything. So what I'm saying, I mean, I mean as a compliment to your program. You don't have to settle for Mike Bobo, and you Georgia fans are smart enough not to have to sit here and try to convince yourself this is a good thing when in your heart of hearts you know it's not. It doesn't sound right coming out of your radio right now when I say Mike Bobo is your offensive coordinator, and you know it. But you're going to do what fans do, and we're, you know Clemson fans were guilty of this last year. Going to try to convince yourself that this is a good thing when your heart of hearts you know it's not. That's my whole point. I agree 100% with that. I I would I would go a step further and say if you're a Georgia fan that was again well let me let me go back to my original point. If you're a Georgia fan that was excited that Mike Bobo took the Colorado State job in in 20 after the 2014 season. If you were excited about that. And you now have to try to talk yourself because let me let me clear about this. You thought the day after the national championship game, exactly what Clemson fans thought after 2018. We will never lose again. That's what you thought. We have the best schemer in the game. He just called his best game. Meanwhile, you held a really, 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 really good offense to seven. And it was a year where you were supposed to take a step backwards. You had to walk on a quarterback. Now you're going to step up. Monken can do no wrong. Kirby's still recruiting like a maniac. The defense is fine. You're still spitting guys out into the NFL after three years. If you need a transfer, you're going to get it, but you're not relying on it. The schedule is an absolute cakewalk from here to eternity. It, it is just the best. Like, we are never losing ever again. And you talked yourself into it just like Clemson fans did after 44-16. You're talking yourself into it. And I'm not saying that you're going to just go 8-4 next year. Not saying that. You might play for it again. You might win it again. I don't know. But this is a shot at that reality that you crafted for yourself. That everything was hunky-dory and everything was fine and everybody in college football is catching up to us because when you go from Todd Monken to Mike Bobo, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to admit this. You could have done worse than Mike Bobo. I assumed you would do better, but you could have done worse. But don't act like this doesn't give everybody else an opportunity to catch up to you. You can't hop out of a fast car into a slower car and then wonder why everybody else feels like they have a chance to catch you. You've jumped into a slower car. You just have. Everybody talked all year long about Todd Monken's scheming ability, about his ability to dial up the right plays. I mean, listen, Georgia's offense this year was a thing of beauty. As we said, Todd Monk is going to do a great job with the Baltimore Ravens because he has a legitimate talent at quarterback to build around. He has skill talent that's a little bit unique in the NFL game, but it's a little bit more similar to Georgia, honestly, where you're tied like Mark Andrews, your best weapon in the passing game. Quarterback's your best weapon in the run game. That's not necessarily true. But Todd Monk is going to be able to scheme that. He's going to be able to scheme around that. It just doesn't make any sense to try to convince yourself that the car is going just as fast. It doesn't. Or to ask yourself why every other fan base thinks that this is their, this is their chance now to catch you. It's, it's, I mean, it's a, it's a perfect transition. If you're Alabama or Ohio State or Clemson or Southern Cal or, you know, Florida or some other program that's competing for Georgia, this is the perfect opportunity to feel like you can catch them. And you're going to try to convince yourself that nothing has changed. And that is part of being a fan, but we don't have to play that game.
We don't have to acquiesce to that. I looked at Mike Bobo's offenses too. And here's something that's uh, here's something that's particularly striking. You know, one of the things that Dabo said in his uh, when he was talking about Garrett Riley, and and really in the aftermath of the Orange Bowl, he said, you know, ran 101 plays and had 13 points. Can't do that. When Georgia's offenses were elite, they weren't always elite at scoring points. In fact, if you look at the eight seasons where Mike Bobo has called plays for a school, at the national rankings, he has only ranked higher in points per game than yards per play twice in eight years. So there's a little bit of that. There's a little bit of move between the 20s, get to the red zone, bog down a bit, like I was talking about at the, at the top of the hour. Uh, the only two times where he finished higher in the national rankings in points per game than yards per play, 2011, they were 56th in yards per play and 33rd in scoring. Still fourth in the SEC in both, by the way. And 2021 at Auburn, where they finished 69th in yards per play and 68th in points per game, which is essentially the same. The same year that they led the league in yards per play at 7.1, they were 18th in scoring. In 2014, 7th in yards per play, 8th in scoring. In 2013, 13th in yards per play, 21st in scoring. 2010, 24th and 30th. 2009, 34th and 51st. And then at, at South Carolina, they were 90th and 98th. He's not as good at scoring as he is at moving the ball, his offenses. And that's something that Georgia, they didn't always do it great this year, but they did it great down the stretch. They were very good at scoring touchdowns in the red zone down the stretch. And as somebody who tracked red zone offense that way the whole season, I can tell you Georgia was unimpressive in terms of points per red zone possession until November. And they really got it dialed in in November and started pummeling people when they started getting into the red zone and cashing in. I think it's a legitimate question whether Mike Bobo can coordinate an offense that scores as well or better than it moves the ball, if that makes sense. Ben, I I think I know where your heart is on this, but am I being too nitpicky there in trying to determine a difference between the Bobo offense and the Monken offense with regards to I mean, I just see, like, when you've coordinated eight offenses, mm-hmm. that that's a trend that you can go back and look. There's, like, there's two times where I would say that's a team that really did a good job scoring touchdowns in the red zone. It was the 2012 Georgia offense. And, honestly, it was the South Carolina offense that only got in the red zone 29 times. You're making good points, and you're nitpicking with uh, facts. I just go back to what I said originally. I, I don't think you have to dig as deep as you've dug. The The proof is right there on the surface. The proof is what he's done in the last 10 years. I, I mean, the proof is right there what he did at South Carolina, that he is uh, what he did at Auburn and what he did at Colorado State. I, I don't – it speaks for itself. It's, it's not something we have to guess about. We already know. I, I've already seen the movie. I know how it ends. I can watch the movie a hundred times. It's going to end the same way every time. That's kind of where I'm at with Mike Bobo. Now, there, you know, every now and then somebody does change. I, like we brought up Kevin Still a while ago. One time he was a laughing stock, and, and he did change, but it didn't happen overnight. And, and like, again, just as we kind of 
I get. I don't know if there's anything else we can say about this. I don't think this really affects Georgia all that much. Maybe next year, because you know, you're probably going to take. It's natural to think there could be a little bit of a step back next year, anyway, just with the personnel changes, mainly at quarterback. You've got enough of a lead on everybody you're going to play next year. I don't think it's going to matter. It's not going to matter next year. I mean, year. and you're, you know, another thing you can speak from experience here at Clemson, your defense is, when your defense is that good, man, there is such l- less pressure on an offense to perform. Right? Oh, no I doubt. Mean, you know, maybe, maybe you beat everybody by 20 next year instead of 30. Eventually... It doesn't work with Mike Bobo at the helm, and you know it, and I know it. And it might not be next year, but three seasons from now, he's not your offensive coordinator. Well, and, and, it, and everybody knows it, and it, including the, him. It will manifest itself with this: Georgia doesn't win the national championship next year. Like that's the isn't that the first the first step's not eight and four. Right? From where they are. The first step might be somebody else wins a championship next year. And then you convince yourself that you're you're this mm-hmm. close. You're so close. And, you know, you, you weren't that much further behind. And then maybe you, you know, struggle in the SEC championship. Look, maybe Alabama or LSU beats you in the SEC championship next year. Maybe that happens. I'm having a hard time seeing a game on your schedule you're not going to win. Because you dominated Tennessee this year. I don't think Tennessee is going to be better offensively than they were, although that game is in Neyland. Florida's not going to be able to beat you. Auburn ain't beating you in uh, September 30th. I mean, come on. There's just nobody on the schedule that I feel like, even a team like Missouri that hung with Georgia this year, they're not They're not a, a real threat to Georgia next year. I love this Georgia backwoods logic right here on the Adams & Co. roofing text line. Stop harping on Bobo in Georgia when Clemson hired an OC that couldn't get more than seven points in national championship game. That's so that's the reason that you hire Bobo because Riley couldn't score more than seven points. I mean, like, what's the relevance of that? Number one, number two, you're you're hurting yourself by pointing out the fact that Garrett Riley had his team in the national championship game when they were five and seven before he got there. If you, I mean, that I'm sorry, no offense. That's an ignorant, ignorant argument. If if you filled Sanford Stadium, and you passed out a sheet of paper and asked one question on that sheet of paper, who would you rather have as your offensive coordinator, Garrett Riley or Mike Bobo? If you did that three days ago, every single person but you, Texter, would say Garrett Riley. Right? That there can't be there can't be five people. Who would rather have Mike Bobo running their offense than Garrett Riley? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just honestly, I, I think this is a Russian scam. I don't even think that person exists at Texas. I think that's Russian uh, disinformation. Mm-hmm. A Chinese spy balloon dropped that text in there. That's what hey, I think is happening here. Never know. I know. So never just, know. Look, and, and it, it's ama- it amazes me how you know some hard headed people keep missing this point. This is what every fan base does, including Clemson last year. I've said that multiple times in the last hour and a half. Clemson, my, that's the whole premise of my argument. 
that Clemson tried to convince themselves that the coordinator change was fine and there wasn't going to be an issue this time last year, and it was. And for Georgia fan not to fall in that same trap. Have I not said that multiple times since we've been on the air, Quack? Yes. But you got hard-headed morons on the text line who still can't hear that. That's the whole premise. We already know how this happens. We know what fans do. We just did it ourselves. And we also know that Mike Bobo sucks. We've looked at his resume. We've seen him call plays. We know these things to be true. It's not hard to figure. It, it really is not hard to figure out. <sighs> By the way, Ben did not say that. Neither one of us has stood this entire first I feel like my sunburn just got worse. Hey, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, listen, one other thing on this. and You're, you're spot on. That does not mean what you just said about Clemson fans. That doesn't mean that that's what we were saying. I just want to reiterate that point before somebody said, yeah, y'all said blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> no, I said, I said no. many times. I don't care who you replace Brent Venables with. There's going to be a drop-off. You're going to miss him. I said that multiple times last year. And by the way, uh, let me just reiterate. People are going to be like, Quag, you said this the first hour. Well, some people didn't get it. I'll just say it again. Just knock it into people's skulls. Clemson's offense was better under Brandon Streeter which we said it was going to be better. It just wasn't better enough. You can't find a single statistical measurement that says Clemson's offense was worse this past season than it was two years ago. But for some reason, that conversation is being lumped into the Venables-Goodwin conversation as you guys defended both coordinators like, yeah, we defended Elliott to Streeter because we said it was going to be better. It was better. <laughs> we were, I mean, we were right. I mean, fact check true. Like, go look at it. Put them on paper. Write down the numbers. Write down the second column, and tell me which one was better. Look, facts blow up a lot of arguments. Don't do that, Quag. I mean, and and I love silly. it when our when our text line knows our hotkeys better than I do. I missed a golden opportunity there, so I'll do it. You know, in honor of you guys. So you're wrong about that, you moron. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's wrong. take a break. Let's take a break. Uh, before we do that, I want to tell you about PhD weight loss. Never wrong. Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at PhD Weight Loss. Because they, they know what they're doing. I, I, honestly, you know, we were talking about Eric Baggett in the, uh, the baseball program. And I kind of get that sense from PhD Weight Loss. Like, they know they're good at their jobs. They know it's going to work. But they want to make sure that you're on board with what, with what they're doing. Because they believe in the track record that they have. They believe in the years and years and mounds of evidence that they have of changing people's lives for the better and giving people more longevity in their lives and more freedom in their lives and, and a, a better quality of life, freeing people from the symptoms of type 2 diabetes and, and sleep apnea and chronic diseases and, and medications galore. I mean, they're saving people money uh, long term like crazy. And they're, they're giving people the tools to be successful and change their lives. I mean, it really is a life-changing deal. It really is. Uh, I, I would say my palate changed. My preferences changed. My self-awareness changed. I would say it helped me spiritually to go through the process of PhD weight loss. Some people might think that's a little bit self-important. I tend to be a little bit dramatic with that. So don't, don't act like it's going to like revolutionize your spiritual life. It just did for me. They can help you in a lot of physical ways, though, too. Go by and ask them. Go to the website, myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. Hour two continues. We got to talk some hoops, too. I, I've got, I've got questions about the ACC basketball clock for you. I got questions about some developing situations going on in Colombia in basketball right now. Ooh, buddy, let's talk about it after this. Stay with us.
Craft Stove Store and Patio is here to help your home stay warm and cozy until spring with over 20 burning displays of vented and vent-free gas logs. Vent-free logs will heat for just pennies an hour and even keep you warm and cozy in the event of a power failure. Craft Stove Store and Patio even features the radiant heating vented gas logs that have a real fire look and radiant heat. Visit Craft Stove Store and Patio located on 3002 Wade Hampton Boulevard, Taylor's. Craft Stove Store and Patio. The Pendleton Tire Company wants you to have a tire as strong as you are. The Michelin Defender LTX is ready for the tough jobs and the long hauls. It holds up to tough conditions and will keep you rolling strong with confidence. Give Zach or Joey a call at 864-646-3694. Michelin Tires and the Pendleton Tire Company. A winning combination since 1973. PendletonTire.com. Mix and match two for five dollars scratch made biscuits at Bojangles. It's bow time. I'm Eddie Bennett. Bennett Equipment has helped build the upstate for the last 23 years by renting and selling construction equipment. And when it comes to compact equipment, the best in the industry is Takeuchi. The lineup of track skid steer loaders, excavators, wheel loaders, and hundreds of attachments make the choice easy. So come and see why so many choose to buy it or rent it from Bennett and experience the Takeuchi difference in the upstate, western North Carolina, and North Georgia. Buying a newer pre-owned vehicle can be a challenging task. The George Coleman Ford team strives to change that. Perhaps that's why their online reviews and multiple Ford President's Awards speak volumes. And with new inventory arriving monthly, you can find the vehicle you've been looking for or have George Coleman Ford order one for you. Never any hidden fees or phantom charges at George Coleman Ford. Plain and simple, old-fashioned, honest business. The best is found in Traveler's Rest. George Coleman Ford. East Main Furniture in Easley. Clearance sale is going on now. Everything in stock is highly discounted for great savings. Come find deals on living room, bedroom, dining room, lamps, rugs, mattresses, and occasional furniture. Brands like Lazy Boy, England, Best, Ashley, Catnapper, and Liberty Furniture. All at discounted prices. Hurry in for the best selection. East Main Furniture, located at 829 East Main Street in Easley. Or call 864 442 6054 today. A Clemson original. The Tiger Sports Shop has been the number one destination for Tiger gear, apparel, and gifts since 1974. The Tiger Sports Shop helps you wear your Clemson pride on your sleeves. We are your excuse for a visit to Clemson. The Tiger Sports Shop, born out of necessity, fueled by passion. We are the place for all Clemson gear and merchandise and still family run. Open 24-7 at Tigersports.com and with locations at 364 College Ave and 1102 Tiger Boulevard. You can Get the gear you need. Some people would like to tell you that when it comes to fixing ED, one size fits all. That's just not true. But a guarantee is true for everyone at the Greenville Men's Clinic. An intimacy guarantee. That's right. If you don't perform, you don't pay. How are we able to do this? It's simple. Our experienced licensed providers have treated over 35,000 men, so we know a thing or two about ED. We are able to offer the latest technologies and documented clinical pathways to resolve your ED once and for all. Prestigious institutions like the Cleveland Clinic and Cambridge have shown our technology to be safe and effective. So for a limited time, we're offering a free physician consultation and medical assessment. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Trust the Greenville Men's Clinic. Trust the Intimacy Guarantee. 
Call the Greenville Men's Clinic today at 864-301-1111. 301-1111. Okay, listen closely. A water furnace geothermal system can save up to 70% on your heating and cooling costs. Will last twice as long on average than ordinary heat pumps. You get the same tax credits as solar and Blue Ridge Electric Co-op members get an additional cash rebate. What are you waiting for? It doesn't take an engineer to understand geothermal is the best and least expensive way to heat and cool your home. It's like putting money in the bank. Learn more at ClemsonGeo.com. Powered by Upcountry Fiber. We are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. If you want the full Roar experience, go check out theroarfm.com for all the latest updates and podcasts. We're 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. We go together. Hour two continues out of bounds. William Quagamus, Ben Milstead. Before we go further, I want to tell you about our friends at Toyota Beasley. Uh, go online at toyotabeasley.com and you will see the great deals that they have in store for you right there on Highway 123 in Easley. Uh, they, you can start the process online, especially like I know a lot of folks out of town. You're just looking for a dealership to buy a car. This is a great way to do it on their website at toyotaofeasley.com. You can also, if you've got a Toyota, um, you, you want to keep that thing on the road because it should be on the road forever and ever and ever. And that's why you should engage the services of the uh, service department at Toyota Beasley. Uh, go by and see them too because they are high quality folks who are going to get you on a road lickety split and have your car purring like the uh, brand new vehicle that you wish that it still was. Uh, you can also go and test drive a vehicle on the lot. They got sales staff, a robust sales staff, and ownership on site daily. That's why they've won dozens, dozens of precedence awards at Toyota Beasley. Again, online, toyotabeasley.com. Go see them on Highway 123. That's Toyota Beasley where their name means a great deal. Ben, let's turn our attention to the world of uh, college hoops for a second. By the way, can I, can I just say, mm-hmm. I got a little bit greedy last night. Uh-oh. I went to the well with the Magic plus seven and a half at the Raptors. The Magic have been good as an underdog. They lost by, I think, 10, and they were up five at half. I thought I was feeling good there. No Ananobi for the Raptors. I thought it was a good spot. You know, I just got burned by that. That's fine. Whatever. I played your stat on basically uh, if you if you have – remember we talked about this after the Boston College game? When you play Saturday, Tuesday road, then the Tuesday road game generally doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. NC State fell into that basket last night. Syracuse, basically a pick em. I got Syracuse minus one, took that, got a win. The third was, you can't have two shambly programs in the state of New Mexico. New Mexico State shut down their program for a wide array of horrific issues. I don't know if people have read up on that. I mean, it is abysmal what has gone on in New Mexico. Like, people getting shot before rivalry games and the coaches maybe covering it up. Uh, obstruction of justice, potentially, if you really, if you if you feel cynical. Um potential sexual abuse and 
hazing and all kinds of stuff going on in New Mexico State. So you know what? I thought New Mexico is going to just slaughter Wyoming. Wyoming had two league wins, Ben. Two league wins. Going to New Mexico has six losses on a year. Wyoming beats them. They're up double digits at some point in this game. So I lost that. I end up minus 30 bucks. It was, a, it was a ridiculous night last night in college hoops. But I did follow the rule about uh, Saturday, Tuesday, and it did work, even though it took Syracuse the entire 40 minutes to make it so. Yeah, and that was a, a good win for Syracuse last night. It was. I, I I didn't play anything last night. I probably would have gone against my own rule, though. So it's good that I didn't. Because NC State is a much better team than Syracuse. But... You go, you go to Syracuse. That's they've got a, a decided home court advantage. NC State's not as good away from home, not not anywhere near as good, really. And the the big thing, the Saturday Tuesday, that's that's a big deal. Um, did you, two things on that game, by the way. Did you number one? Did you see the exchange between Bayheim and Kevin Keats at midcourt? Have you seen this video? Yes. And so there's those some that were there who say they're you know trying to downplay it. There was no hostility. You can't look at that video and tell me there wasn't hostility. Kevin Keats is like walking onto the court at the end of the game and turns around and goes and talks to Bayham. And because of the angle that he took, you can't see what he's saying, but you could tell he was he was talking to somebody on the court. And I assume it was an official. I think maybe he brought up something with the officiating to Bayheim. I don't. There were a couple questionable calls that went against NC State down the stretch, but you could tell that Beheim. Not let's be frank. Rarely is there a jovial interaction with Jim Beheim. You could tell he he did not appreciate the way Kevin Keats stepped to him. Now he did laugh, but you wonder if he was laughing like in a get this clown out of my face way, that's, or if there was actually something funny. Like. Yeah, that's the way it felt. And then you had the uh, you had the chest pat, but it was a. Harder than normal chest pad. Uh-huh. It, was, it was more like a sl- like a Wahoo McDaniel slap across the chest. <laughs> well, great reference there, uh, but that's that's exactly what it was. The other thing that I found fascinating about it: Did you see the guy like like craning his neck? The guy at the scores table craning his neck to try to see what they were saying when yeah. he figured out what was going on. I mean, you just see this guy like his like a giraffe. His neck pops up and he's he's really hanging out to the right there. It was weird. It was a, it was a really good basketball game, though. The other the other takeaway after that game, Ben, is I I think, and I I know I'm just looking at one game. I know I am, but I think I'm joining your uh, round of applause mm-hmm. and your stated preference for the Miami backcourt as the backcourt I would most want to win a game with. Because over NC State, over NC State, yeah. and the reason I'm saying that, the reason I'm changing my vote there, is simply this: <clears throat> I watched last night Terquavion Smith and Jarkel Joyner shoot NC State into and out of the same game like three different times. I also saw Smith give a horrendous foul late in the first half that I, took him out of commission. Right at yeah, right before the half. Man, NC State screwed the pooch going into the half. Yes, yes, they lost that game late in the first half. Burns got a foul right going into the half, and they then it gave up. It it was, 
it was not intelligent basketball last night. And that's why I prefer Miami. Because Miami doesn't okay. shoot themselves in the foot. NC State is very capable. Like, honestly, if they get into the tournament, if you told me they were playing in the Elite Eight, I would, I, I would tell you that's possible. But I could see them losing to a 14 seed in the first round. Interesting that you brought that up because I'm watching NC State last night. I'm, I'm looking at their backcourt saying, well, the talent's obvious, right? I mean, the talent of, of those guys is obvious. They don't play with the same level of intelligence that Miami plays with. Correct. It, it is not a talent thing. It is a between-the-ears mental thing. Uh, Wong and Pack are, are smart basketball players. I mean, really, they are smart basketball players in addition to being talented. Here's where I'm at with Miami, Quack, and I, I got a couple of different ways we could go with this. I'm of the opinion right now that Miami is the best team in the ACC. I realize that the Pittsburgh Panthers are in first place, and they are still, they are still a, a good team. Uh, maybe flying under the radar somewhat still, and I get that, and, and I don't I don't mean any disrespect to them at all. Uh, Virginia, we know what Virginia is. Virginia's a really good team, also. If I had to put all my chips on the table for one team right now, though, I'm not so sure it's not Miami, and and they've just been kind of steady Eddie. Uh and and just I mean the the win at North Carolina when you you feel like you're getting North Carolina I mean they they broke the mold right there they came in on a, they did the mon, the big Monday and actually won the game on that's the road. right that which which when, we no, both talked about is almost no, nobody else to can do, do that that's uh, right I think Virginia might have done that this no no Virginia's was at Virginia Tech and they lost so that's right um. I'm not sure that's happened all year long. I have to go back and look. I that was just impressive to me. And Miami, the other thing is Miami appears to be getting better as the season goes on. Uh, now Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh and Virginia still. I mean, it's, there's not a lot of separation there. But I am more and more impressed with Miami. And so here's my question about Miami, though. They're well coached. They've got good players, but one of the key players there is Nigel Pack. And I take you back to April 24th, a little over a year ago, or a little less than a year ago. Nigel Pack signs an $800,000 NIL deal with Life Wallet on the day that he signs with the Miami Hurricanes basketball team. And I, John Ruiz tweets out uh, that LifeWallet's proud to announce Nigel Pack coming from Kansas State and is signing the largest NIL deal to date and congratulates Nigel Pack on $400,000 a year plus a car. He puts it all right out there on social media. On the day that he signs. Now, I would venture to say everybody in the league has players with NIL deals. That's that's not my issue. That's not my issue at all. 
My issue is still, I go back to Miami used NIL as a recruiting tool. They're telling you right there on social media on April 24th that that's what they did. You give the kid $800,000 on the day that he signs, and you're trying to tell me there was no tampering in in getting him to transfer to your school? As a result, Miami's number one in the league right now. This is not sour grapes. Even if he's not there, Clemson's still not in first place. So it's not that at all. Okay? You know what, though? It's, it's if, not that. If he's not there, Clemson beats them. Yeah. I think he was the best player in the gym. That's on a team with Isaiah Wong. Like, he's the best player on their team. It was That was not a, you know, smooth out some rough edges addition. Yeah, but, I mean, I just... Uh, and, and Jordan Miller's pretty doggone good too. Jordan Miller's I mean, very I good. I don't want I don't want to make it sound like sour grapes. You know, like well, you're just saying that because you know they're higher than Clemson in the standing. Uh, no, I'm just saying as a as a league, the standings in the conference right now are influenced by an illegal NIL deal. They are. You you can't convince me otherwise. They are. You used NIL to sign a player. And I respect the player a great deal. Like I say, I mean, I, I think Miami's the best team in the league right now. And I'm telling you why. I mean, they are you, – you're getting your money's worth out of him. But the facts are facts. He should not be on your roster. He's on your roster because he's driving a new car and has $800,000 in the bank. I, there's, there's a, I'm sorry that bothers me. It does. As a basketball it, fan, that bothers me that – the order of power has been changed in the league partly because of an NIL deal. And I think that sucks, man. Well, it bothers me, too, because the NCAA's recent guidance suggests that the burden of proof is now on the institution to prove that the that, that interaction did not happen. And it would seem like a really easy piece of low-hanging fruit to just go ahead and pop Miami for that. Especially when the guy who paid him says that he paid him, and it's right there on social media. Like, how hard do you have to dig? Right. Do you have a Twitter account? Yes. Did they tweet this? Yes. Can it can it be substantiated? Yes. By the way, d- he didn't take the tweet down, did he? No. The tweet is I still found there. I it this morning. It's I, still there. I, 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 what I, did, I read it to you just a moment ago. That's pretty brazen right there. Like I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big proponent. People have told me to take tweets down before, and like, in my future political career, that will be a problem. But, <laughs> but for now, I'm like, no, I, I also want don't be to, hiding documents in right, your garage. That's okay? right, that's right. We're not going to do that. Two things we've learned. Haven't done that. Not deleting tweet tweets though, because I want people like this is what I said. This is what I said. I forget what I say sometimes. I want people to be able to go back and say, nope, you said this. Here's the receipts. And I go, you know what? That's fine. I don't want to be whitewashing things that I say. You take that down. That's one you take down immediately. It's evidence. Because you know that it's breaking rules. It's evidence. It can be Throw used, the gun it can in the be river. It's against you in a court of law. It's God evidence. Again, it, it's not sour grapes at all. And, and I, I'm happy for him as a player, man. I, I Like, really. He's fun. Any, any kid that has the talent that he has and he can and he can get a big paycheck and a car I'm I'm not mad at you I'm jealous of you man <laughs> Shoot. But that is not what basketball is supposed that is not what sports are supposed to be and the 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 power in the conference right now is directly influenced 
by an illegal activity, and we're just going to pretend like it didn't happen. And you know what? And that, that man, that just bothers me. That has happened before, but we weren't sure. Now we know for sure that that's happening. And so we're now we're all accountable. You know what I'm saying? What I don't know can't hurt me, but what I know I'm accountable for. So I, I agree with you on that. Let's take a break and we come back. We'll have more on hoops because I've thought some Clemson and Wake, uh, Wake Forest. Clemson and Florida State coming up tonight as well. Hour two of the program continues next. Gilstrap Roofing has an experienced team that specializes in shingle, metal, and flat roofs for residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Their dedication to complete customer satisfaction is why a large portion of their business comes from repeat customers and referrals. If you need a full-service roofing contractor that has over 80 years of experience and takes pride in top customer satisfaction, Gilstrap Roofing has got you covered. Call for your free roofing estimate today at 269-1232 and online at gilstraproofing.com. It's moving day, and Tiger Moving Company is here to help. Skip the headache. Hire the professionals with the right tools for your move. They're a clean-cut and reliable team, pack and assemble furniture seamlessly. So all you have to do is make yourself at home. To top this all off, they even start and stop the clock at your house, charging you a flat hourly rate. No rounding up. Call today at 908-9028 or email tigermoving at gmail.com to make your next move with Tiger Moving Company. We've all been there, rushing to the restroom in a public place, and bam, you're hit with that out-of-order sign. Business owners know this story all too well. Don't let this be your patron's problem. Leave it to the plumbing experts. Timing is everything in the business world, and you don't want to lose business because your customers can't do theirs. Call the plumbing experts for maintenance or unexpected plumbing issues. They've got your back. Visit theplumbingexperts.com to schedule your next appointment. Are you searching for a newer vehicle or maybe just want to drive something different? AutoWorks has what you're looking for and two locations to serve. With just 500 down, you could be driving home in your newer vehicle. We have many financing options, including in-house financing. Visit us in Greer at 816 West Wayne Boulevard or in Spartanburg at 385 East Blackstock Road. Call or text 864-655-7555 or view all of our inventory at AutoWorksSC.com. That's AutoWorksSC.com. Some people would like to tell you that when it comes to fixing ED, one size fits all. That's just not true. But a guarantee is true for everyone at the Greenville Men's Clinic. An intimacy guarantee. That's right. If you don't perform, you don't pay. How are we able to do this? It's simple. Our experienced licensed providers have treated over 35,000 men, so we know a thing or two about ED. We are able to offer the latest technologies and documented clinical pathways to resolve your ED once and for all. Prestigious institutions like the Cleveland Clinic and Cambridge have shown our technology to be safe and effective. So for a limited time, we're offering a free physician consultation and medical assessment. So you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Trust the Greenville Men's Clinic. Trust the Intimacy Guarantee. Call the Greenville Men's Clinic today at 864-301-1111. 301-1111. Diamonds Direct is great. It's the first jewelry place that I walked into and was blown away by. Former pro football offensive tackle Mitch Schwartz talking about his jewelry store, Diamonds Direct. You're getting the best quality and the most for your dollar, and I think Diamonds Direct does that as good as I've ever seen in the jewelry world. Mitch and his wife, Brooke, love the selection, the quality, and the value at Diamonds Direct. 
but they also love the laid-back atmosphere and how the associates at Diamonds Direct really listen to their customers. They're conscientious of educating you and understanding what your desires are and getting you the best value for what you're looking for. It was just a great environment, great atmosphere, making it easy to shop. Diamonds Direct, proud to serve you with exceptional diamonds, handcrafted engagement rings, and fine designer jewelry. We value our time, our money, and going to Diamonds Direct, knowing that they're going to value that as well, is a really special place to go to and to purchase jewelry from. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get directions, store hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Your Pie Clemson is hiring for their new location at Dockside, convenient to Clemson, Seneca, Pendleton, or Central. If you're looking for a fun, energetic work environment with free food, come join the team. Many full-time and part-time positions available with quick advancement into leadership roles. Learn all the details of running your own business. Apply now at yourpie.com forward slash careers to be a part of the Clemson Your Pie family. Pizzas, brews, gelato, it's your pie. SD Seating and Air is here to keep your family cool in the summer and warm in the winter with premium Heil units, supercharged with 100 years of superior engineering and quality manufacturing. SD's is Clemson alumni-owned and celebrating over 20 years of serving Tiger fans across Oconee, Pickens, and Greater Greenville. Be sure to like their Facebook page for giveaways, promotions, and specials. That's E-S-T-E-S Heating and Air on Facebook to win prizes and receive specials on HVAC services and installs to keep your family comfortable all year long with Heil units. We are your flagship station for Clemson baseball. 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar where every day is game day. Talking hoops here on Out of Bounds. Hour two continues. Six five four roars. The number six five four seven six two seven. If you'd like to join us on the phones or on the Adamson Co Roofing text line, I want to tell you about our friends at Clemson Sock Shop. It's fun fashion for your feet. They've got two locations to serve you in Clemson or in the Clemson area, I should say. Mister Knickerbocker in downtown Clemson. You can shop in there or go to the original spot right there inside the Newtique Boutique on the Pendleton Square in downtown Pendleton. They have lots of socks on sale for you. I mean, lots of socks on sale. Uh, here are some of the best ones, okay? They've got some great deals for you, which is uh, terrific. I'm looking at some of these uh, some of these movie and TV socks. Uh, these are delightful. I mean, look, uh, Garfield socks, $13, 25% off. Popeye socks in a flash sale today, $13 off. We talked about those last week one time. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, boys socks, 25% off today. This is some of the uh, some of the items that you can get inside Clemson Sock Shop. Over 1,500 different items to choose from inside the store. You've got Jeopardy socks, Jeopardy for $13 on sale today. ET socks. I remember the old Double Dare show on Nickelodeon. They've got Double Dare socks for you. They've got American Pie socks, Madagascar socks, Kung Fu Panda socks. They've got I Drink and I Know Things socks, which that's hilarious. Back to the Future socks. I mean, the list goes on and on, folks. At Clemson Sock Shop, it's fun fashion for your feet. 
Quack, the uh, a couple more things about the conference. Uh, there's, there's, there's only four teams that can win the the regular season right now. Uh, Pitt, Virginia, Miami, and Clemson. And I want to be clear. Mathematically, that's not true. But like NC State and Duke and Wake Forest and Syracuse all have six losses, and five losses is going to win this league probably. And also, or, those or, teams are not going undefeated. Or 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 four losses. Correct. I yes. Mean, I mean that. Yes. And I'm I like if you project out, it may be more like four losses. Um, yeah, you're right. Mathematically, there are others, but realistically, it's those four. Now, a team like Clemson. Can finish. They're in fourth right now. They can finish higher, but they also can finish lower than fourth. It's not that the top four are decided. I'm talking about who can actually win the conference. And I think Miami is the has the advantage there because they only have four games left. They are going to get a bye week, or or their bye uh, Tuesday night is the la- the final week of the season where they host Florida State, and then they have a week to get ready for Pitt. That is going to be the deciding game, most likely, Pitt at Miami. Well, you're going to favor Miami there, if nothing else, because it's at home. Um, you know, Virginia is certainly still in it at 11-3, at and three, and they're, all of their games are winnable, but... At this point, you know, and and Pitt too, it's it's going to come down to that last game. That Miami Pitt, in some way, is going to it's going to decide the top three spots most likely. I agree. And, and Miami has, like I say, they have the advantage there. They're going to have uh, the week off. That's a home game, and you're going to have they're going to have back to back home games. Um, you know, if if Clemson were to win out, they're in this conversation too. But that is. That means winning at Virginia and winning at NC State. Both of those are going to be those are both going to be tough, and obviously you've got to win all the other ones as well, including tonight. Yes, tonight, by the way, is a is a big game, and we'll talk about that in just a second. I am a little bit. Um, let, let me let me let me throw it to you like this because we we said Clemson could finish below the top four, and that is. True. As it stands right now, they are two losses ahead of everybody else. And they've got some of those teams have four games to play. They have six games to play. It is certainly possible that Clemson does fall beneath that. I think it is unlikely at this time that Clemson does not get a double bye. I do too. And NC State losing on the road last night uh, was another step towards getting that double bye. NC State, you know, I, I say all that. NC State still might be the most dangerous team. I still, as much as I don't trust NC State, to me that makes them dangerous mm. because you can catch them on it. Like last night, oh, let me let me just let me go through what I mean by what I said with NC State last night because in the same game, Jarkel Joyner gets a triple double. Ben, he has 15 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Terquavion Smith has 14 points, seven rebounds, three assists, and only two turnovers. Like, those guys are great. I thought DJ Burns was terrific in a game with 15 and 6. Uh, I, I just did. I thought they were I, – I thought he was fantastic. All of that being said, Joyner and Smith come on for 29 points, and they took – I want to do the math right on this – 33 shots. Mm-hmm. They were a combined 7 for 21 from 3 last night. 
You want to talk about playing your way into and out of the game? By the way, they were four for 12 combined from two last night. Combined from the floor, uh, Joyner was six of 17. Smith was five for 16. That's 11 for 33 from the floor. They're just not efficient enough. They, they create, they make plays, but they also will shoot you out of possessions, and they'll take silly fouls. I Even saying that, I'm with you, that if there's one team that I would not want to be matched up with as a higher seed in any bracket, it is a team like NC State that can win a bunch of ways, that can play with pace, that has two bona fide stars at the guard that basically never turns it. Now, they take bad shots, but they, they basically never turn the ball over. They're fifth in the country in turnover rate. They always win in their building, and they got three of the last four at home, but it's North Carolina, Wake Forest, Clemson, and then they're at Duke. I do th- Look, I do think they're a team that can be like a five or six seed and then go and beat somebody and play for a league championship. Yeah, and those, those are four. They're lucky that three of those are at home, North Carolina, Wake, and Clemson, all three are home. And then at Duke, um, that's a tough four games, though, for anybody. And NC State, you know, if, if they win all four of those, then they're probably sitting pretty good in a pretty good place, but they're not winning all four of those. That, right. I mean, the, there's no the, way. The totality of that is going to be tough. And even if they go three and one, that's still 13 and seven, right? And that's that's not going to be good enough. It's but just not. they're still a dangerous team. Yes. And you watch them play. I mean, they, they can beat you a number of different ways. They also, though, and it's a frustrating thing when you watch, you watch a team with, that has talent everywhere, and we talked about it earlier. They go through these little stretches that, like, for 30 seconds, you just have a brain fart, and you just do something dumb. Yep. That happened last night against Syracuse. They're up seven against Syracuse, and they immediately gave it up. I mean, like, immediately it was an issue for them. One other thing I want to say about Clemson in the top four, I've been doing a little research on this. There is this idea, and I've seen it before, and I, I'm convinced of it. I've, I've, I've had some interesting conversations with a bunch of folks about basketball and about Clemson's, the way that they've played and some of the wins on the resume and whether a volume of wins is going to be good enough to get them in the tournament. Like, I've, I've had that bubble conversation. And here, here's the way that I have framed it. If you're sitting at 80 in Ken Palm, like Clemson is right now, and you're sitting at, I haven't even looked at the net rating, but they were at 77 before uh, before last night in the NCAA's net rating stat. If you're sitting at those numbers, that in and of itself, as one number, is a dangerous place to be. Right now, Clemson is 78 in the net, okay? They are not a quad one win for anybody. I think in order for you to be a realistic candidate for, for an at-large bid, you got to be somebody's quad one win if they go to you and win. That means top 75. 78 is not in that, but Clemson has six games left. Now, you're not going to get some net points for beating Florida State. You got to crush them. You got to cover the spread. You got to crush them tonight. You're not going to get any credit for going on the road and playing Louisville. You're not going to get credit for, for uh, beating Notre Dame. But the way you play in those next three games, win, lose, or draw, the way you play against Syracuse, NC State, and Virginia are going to have significant impacts in this, okay? So I set that up to say this. If you look back at the ACC post-expansion, and this, this is, you know, 
I think when you're a school like Clemson, you don't make the NCAA tournament every year. You're looking for like what's the benchmark you have to get to in order to just ensure that you're you're in. You want to make it so that you know everybody kind of feels comfortable that you're in, even if you don't get as high a seat as you thought that you deserved or as you thought that you wanted or or any of that. You just want to make sure you're in a good spot in that regard. I look back in in ACC history, relatively recent ACC history. Since the conference expanded to 15 teams, which was 2013-14. So this would be the 10th year. And I'm including the, like, the bracket projections from the COVID year, okay? There are bracket projections that came out that we're just going to assume teams that would have been in or out. A team that has had the double bye in the ACC tournament has never missed an NCAA tournament. That's going to require Clemson to win its games down the stretch. And Clemson may test that theory because some of that non-conference strength of schedule is not getting magically great. And some of those non-conference laws are not getting magically better, especially if South Carolina keeps getting wiped by Vanderbilt at home. That was not good for uh, Clemson last night. South Carolina had been playing a little bit better. Uh, that uh, Clemson really needs South Carolina to win a couple and become a quad three loss as opposed to quad four. That's just that, That's kind of the way I'd see it. But a team that's been in the top four of the ACC standings has never missed March Madness. It's never missed the NCAA tournament. So I think as long as Clemson wins enough games to stay in the top four, as much as you might think this matters or this doesn't matter or whatever, I think that's the kind of thing that matters. And it would take a historically significant decision by the selection committee to keep Clemson out at that point. Hour two is done. Hour three, Will Vandevore is next. WCCP FM 105.5, Clemson, Greenville Anderson, WAHT AM 1560, Cowpens, 97.5 Spartanburg. We are the Roar. Friends, the winter closeout sale at Elkmont is going on now. This is a sale you do not want to miss. 40 to 60% off on most fall clothing from Patagonia, Z Supply, Columbia, Free Fly, and more. All hey dudes are 50% off. Buy one bog bag, get a small bog bag free. New spring and game day items are arriving daily. Elmont offers great footwear, jewelry, game day, and lifestyle clothing, and of course, outdoor gear and clothing from the most popular brands. Elmont is your one-stop shopping destination for that someone special, offering something for everyone, from candles to kayaks, from sunglasses to charcuterie boards, or the largest upstate selection on own running shoes. Elmont has what you're looking for. Locally owned and conveniently located in Powdersville on 153, just minutes from Greenville, and in Clemson at 93 exit off of 123. Go visit Elkmont today, and as always, go Tigers! Seneca's Half Marathon and 5K is coming your way March the 11th. You still got plenty of time to go ahead and start training. If you'd like to do your first half marathon, it's going to be available for you March 11th, 2023, as we celebrate our sesquicentennial celebration all year long. It's called Race for the Green, and that means cash prizes in the overall half marathon, male and female, and half marathon master's division, along with the 5K overall, male and female. Sign up today at runsignup.com. And like always, we've got great swag to give away.